Welcome to Level with Emily Reese. This is music by Mikolai Strowinski for Bee Simulator, a game about being a bee. More accurately, though, it's a game for kids to play with their parents. And so while you're playing, kind of a fun bonus is you learn a lot of fun facts about bees. Uh, The music is calming and beautiful. It matches the serene and vibrant outdoors that you're flying about in and collecting your pollen in and interacting with other animals. Mikolai recorded with live orchestra and piano. And here he is describing the game and the unusual way in which he got asked to compose the music in the first place. Bee Simulator is a game where you do bee tasks and experience um, and experience what humans think what the bee life is like. Mm-hmm. And um, so you uh, you collect pollen, you chase other bees, you fight with horrible hornets, you are part of the of a bee swarm, and and so forth and so forth. Mm-hmm. And you fly around something um, something that is called Honey Park. That and it looks very similar to uh, New York Central Park. Mm-hmm. That's that's the scenery of a game. So, how did you end up being the composer for Bee Simulator? Then it it's actually an interesting story. I was told <laughs> because I posted on 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 Facebook um, a post uh, that I was taking part in some in some sort of a panel. Uh, in some sort of event, and the graphics of the post, of the graphics of, of of the event had some hexagons in it, and somebody has commented because of the hexagon. He asked if that might be a clue that I might be the composer for a bee simulator, <laughs> and I really didn't know what it was all about. I didn't really hear about this game being done. I was kind of out of everything, outside it, but. This question was treated seriously about uh, because the B simulator was tagged and and so forth. So this idea went to the, uh, the to the CEO of Varsov Game Studios, and they invited me over. <laughs> Strange, right? <laughs> yes, yes, very. And yeah. so, what did they tell you in that first meeting? What did you talk about? Uh, well, they showed me screenshots and they showed me the um, the quick time movie of initial quick time movie where the graphics was very you know rough, rough and, yeah. and so forth and they asked me if i'd like to do it they they told me that the game is is destined for children to play with uh, with their parents okay and and it's about the life of a bee and it's it was an immediate yes For some reason, I very much connect with 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 children, and 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 I and I love to be a part of creating a little world for them hmm. as best as I can. Obviously, I can only do it with music. Hopefully, I can. Yeah. And so, um, so that's that was it, more or less. Well, and nature is important to you too. Did that play into it at all, or was it mostly that oh, it was a that, project for kids? Yes. Yeah. yes, nature is. When I see nature, the music just flows out of me. 
it's very romantic what I'm saying, but it's just this is how it works. Yes. When I see when I see a picture of a tree, when I see a you know when there's grass and and water and 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 whatever, this is just a. I feel great, and you know I want to make people feel great, and if I can take this wonderful energy from the from what I see, you know, embedded in music and put it forward, then I'd love to do it. Well, I mean, it sounds wonderful. I've played a little bit of it. It's super fun and like addictingly fun. It's it's very compelling that game. <laughs> wonderful to hear it as a, you know, musical game creator myself and I'll I'll obviously think the the uh, producers will hear it as well. Yeah. And appreciate it. In that first meeting, uh, did you talk at all about kind of the the instrumentation. I mean, clearly in that first meeting, you know what you're not going to write right away. You know you're not writing, you know, scary, heavy, epic, you know, whatever. So, but but did you have conversations about tone and instruments at all in that meeting? Yeah, yeah. And it was actually, it was very early. It might have been during the very first uh, meeting that we decided that we're going to record live orchestra. Nice. And I yeah. was very excited that they that they uh, allowed for it. Of course, that they went for it. Uh, it was very important. I knew that um, I would be able to open my wings and 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 fly with these colors, if I can say this. Uh, I was very excited, and I more or less knew what kind of colors the game would need, but I still had to experiment and and let the music come to me. Did you pretty much score at piano and decide to keep that color? Or did you score at piano knowing piano would be a part of it? Or how, how did that go? This is a very interesting question. Uh, may, may I ask why you're asking it? What, what triggered you to ask it? Oh, um, Do you I, feel that the piano is important in a score? Oh, it's a beautiful part of the score. I love, I love its role in the score. Yeah, for sure. I'm just curious... If I, I don't know, I just am always interested to to know why you make those decisions. You collectively, collect the collective you as composers, make mm-hmm. make decisions on color. Yeah. Well, I very often compose using just using piano because uh, I have a lot of control over the melody, over the rhythm and harmony. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I don't have much control over the color and and limited control over the uh, the, the instrument ranges. But uh, it's a good starting point for me if I want to if I want to get good control over the harmony right away, and and melody as well. Um, but uh, no, I I didn't. I didn't compose the way you suggested. I I did compose on piano, but then I deleted it and and just used a little bit of piano splashes here and there. I think. Oh, interesting. Uh, from what I remember, I 
substituted with strings and, and woodwinds and harp maybe here and there. Sure, sure. Uh, piano is still there, of course. I mean, I would, I don't, Im I can't imagine this soundtrack without a piano, considering that I'm what I call a retired piano player myself. <laughs> But... Yeah, it's it's such a I mean and that that mix of keyboard with orchestra even specifically piano with orchestra has such a there's so much history there and it's such a beautiful combination and um, I just it's just so pretty in this context with the colors and uh, the visual colors that you see while you're playing and then every time you go through a flower there's a vibraphone tone that matches the you know it's either one three or five in the scale mm -hmm. so it, you know and it's just it's just beautiful it's just all of those um kind of struck percussion that which piano is right considered which yeah. is hilarious but uh it's just <laughs> <laughs> it's that that idea of you know harp and glockenspiel maybe or or you know vibraphone when you're going through a flower which i i doubt you had much to do with that but uh, it's well, just well i i uh i did have a little bit of control over the key of those sounds i i i had to i i did suggest that those sound uh, fit the key of of the piece good so i'm glad you did that <laughs> yeah because that, that would that would be a bit weird if it was like you know half tone higher or lower Well, it's just been uh, mm -hmm. such a fun score to listen to over the last Thank week. You. And um, when you got to score different insects or spiders, were you told, you know, hey, we need some spider music or we need some wasp music? How did that happen? Obviously, they told me to uh, to write music for specific situations like this, but it was up to me how I would approach it. So with the spider there was an idea of a ticking clock in the background. And this idea came from the production team okay. because the time is of an essence in the, in, in the scene. You know, the time mm -hmm. is ticking and it's getting closer and closer. The, the spider is getting close around. The spider is traveling around the web and is getting closer and closer to the bee that's caught in it. Uh, so this music is supposed to motivate us to, you know, to do something to, uh, to escape. I always feel something, some animation of, of an animal, something cartoony, maybe if, if I can use that word, that I will translate to uh, to the music. So, in case of a spider, I hope that you can hear 
the uh, the gentle legs of the spider in music, as well as the uh, the web, the the glissando, the web glissandos. As far as the hornet, it's a similar situation. There is a lot of stinging, uh, hopefully heard in the music. There, it, it, it's very pointy. It has a very sharp. The, the texture, the musical texture, has a very pointed, pointy attack in it. Very quick attack, kind of like, you know, quick stinger attack. So that was my approach. On top of this, there's sometimes when I'm scoring a project, it's very rare, but that was the case with B Simulator. I have my own personal approach to things, uh, emotional approach to things, and such are uh, hornets. I spent my early time of my life in Poland. And good thing about Poland is that uh, there aren't many dangerous animals here. The only <laughs> ones that are here are vipers sometimes, and hornets. So I hate hornets. I okay. hate just they they can ruin very pleasant day. <laughs> really. Yes, they can. They they sound horrifying and, and they are really, really unpleasant. I saw people being stung by them and it just looks horrible and they're dangerous. And so my fear translates into my anger and my hatred. And and I really when I kill such an and such a hornet when I see it as a self-defense, obviously. I hope you can hear it in music as well. There's there's a little bit of personal attitude in, in me scoring the hornet fight. Did you find it challenging? I, I think maybe no, because of what we talked about with your relationship to nature a moment ago, musically speaking. But did you find it challenging to write such beautiful tonal melodies? Well, I think, I think it's easy to write beautiful music. Uh, a lot of composers can do it. It's just when something's easy, you really should focus on bringing some additional uh, value to the music and musical value working on counterpoint dynamics harmony orchestration just you know seeing if i can if if the beautiful part is covered then let's see what else can we do to make the music better maintaining the beauty of the piece Thank you. 
it's a challenge, but it's a, it's a nice, it's a good kind of challenge to bring those elements to it. Mm-hmm. One of the musical challenges in the score was uh, recycling of the theme, or should I say, a m- melody contour in different situations. So when you listen carefully, you can hear that there, this theme is in cues like who's first, which is a chase cue. and in the queue called Exodus. Those cues are very different, but the melodic shape is still there. And, you know, when I do it successfully, it brings me a lot of personal satisfaction. So that was one thing that I tried to accomplish. And this theme might not be very obvious in moments, but I I tried to put it in in, in as many cues as possible. That's usually what I do. There were some challenges with making the music interactive. Not in many places, but in some it is. Hmm. How so? Well, how to divide it into into layers so that every layer makes musical sense and still pleasant to listen to and, and, and inspiring to play the game. about the orchestra then they sound wonderful they do don't they yeah (laughs) well they'll be happy to hear it there were two sessions one one took place at the end of the summer 2018 the other one took place in may 2019 because it turned out that we needed twice as much music oh wow the game just kept growing after after the first session and they we decided that we need additional session. The orchestra during the first session was uh, mostly the same as during the second session, but not quite. It was differently mic'd, but, you know, I have an excellent sound engineer in Los Angeles. His name is Steve Kempster, and he made sure that everything sounds cohesive. Plus, the instrumentation is the same, so it wasn't that much of a challenge to, to combine. I myself forgot which pieces were recorded during the first one and the second one. <sighs> I like collaborating with this orchestra. I mean, they gave very emotional uh, performance, Mm -hmm. and this is very important. Were you inspired by anything in particular uh, when you were writing music for it? Not in a very active way. I listened to a lot of music in my life. And this music has become my subconsciousness, my, my instincts. And so in certain situations, certain chapters of this music wake up and uh, let me know about it. So uh, such situation was uh, when I saw the New York, you know, 
And so with New York, New York is musically, it's jazz, right? Yeah, yeah. What a wonderful city this must be to have this kind of musical connotation. I, I'm really jealous. <laughs> so I don't know how obvious it is and or how subtle it is, but definitely some Gershwin was in my brain when I was writing the, the main cue called Right Above the Honey Park. Another one, another piece that maybe has some subconscious inspiration is the Exodus, which uh, which I think at times some sounds similar to Rachmaninoff music. As a pianist, do you have a favorite era to, that you loved to play music from or that you prefer to listen to? Yes, yes. I think the golden era of classical music was exactly 100 years ago. Tell me more. <sighs> Tell you more? Well, uh, obviously there will be people who might have different opinion, but I think this is the era where it was very emotional and very intellectual at the same time. And I think those two directions of uh, um, those two sources of music, intellectual part and emotional part, were peaking and were not fighting with each other, you know? Yeah. They were in symbiosis of some, of some kind. And uh, a lot of be beautiful music came came up during this time. So, yeah, yeah I... You know, between, let's say, 1917 and 1940, wow. I'd say. A lot of great music from Ravel. Yeah. So, yeah, this and, and later on. Later, like, newer music than that? Like, the rest of the 20th century. Yeah, that's a great answer. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect it, and I love it. Um, I mean, what more would you like to say about Bee Simulator? Because, it, as I said, it was... Uh, such a pleasant experience to play it and and so much of that owes to just how beautiful and you know calming and nice the music you just yeah <laughs> i just owe, owe that to the music well i don't think it's the music only i think there's a lot of beautiful things about this game mm -hmm. and and all the peace and all the beauty and all the all the nice emotions that you get from this game the reason for it is the nice emotions and and the way that the studio that the VAR sub game studio works. Whenever I visited them, it was just very good, very okay. You know, mm. I could never feel stress over there. I never felt stress when I worked on this game, and it was just pure pleasure, really. You said you never got stressed working on the game. Um, so when you found out that you needed to write twice as much music as you'd written, was there any kind of time deadline? Nah, you know what? I'll be honest with you. It, it, it will sound terrible, but I never get stressed about work. 
That yeah. sounds wonderful, uh, not terrible. <laughs> I'm just never stressed. And working on video games is just, I can't imagine this being stressful because the deadlines are so far into the future always. Mm-hmm. That's not the case with television music right? or commercials. But video games now, it's a very, <laughs> to me, it's a very relaxed environment. What else are you working on right now? Are you, can you talk about anything that you're working on? Uh, well, I am. I want to tell you about another project that I'm very excited to share. It's another game about a bug. Really? <laughs> it's yes. called Metamorphosis. Okay. And it's. I, I don't remember the release date, but I think it's. Uh, I'm. I'm 95% sure it's at the beginning of 2020. The music was recorded with live orchestra, and I wrote it together with Gary Scheiman. <gasps> and we came up with something really, 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 really special. I'm really anxious to share it with you. It's going to be like nothing you ever heard. The game itself is, is, is a great idea. It's based on Kafka's literature. Okay. It's a beautiful, beautiful canvas to musically paint on. Yeah. And, um, and I'm really really excited great project to work on and, and and i'm sure great game to play so uh i i closed this project um, about two months ago what i'm working on is is actually a netflix uh, netflix series called liberator oh cool and one more exciting project that i cannot reveal it's a big one <laughs> okay AAA. yes okay Thank you so much for being on the show and uh, loved the game, loved the music. Thank you, Emily. It's been such a pleasure to talk with you. And uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for listening to episode 121 of Level with Emily Reese. You can learn more about Mikolai and find a playlist at patreon.com slash level. I'm Emily Reese. Sam Keenan is our producer. Say hi, Sam. You can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Level with Emily and learn more about us at levelwithemily.com. Made possible by Adam Selvage at Tiki Web Services and composer Brad Gentle. Level with Emily is a production of June Media Inc. <laughs>